Welcome back. This is Kelly Gregg of kellygregg.com, and this is the continuing series of my book, Diet and Health. Now to podcast number 28, which is going to be autophagy. Actually, this is one of my favorite topics. Oh, before I forget to tell you, I am doing these podcasts in an attempt to get you to purchase my book, Diet and Health, although I have several books and you're welcome to purchase any of them, and just that Diet and Health is a composition of many of the books. I also do occasional articles on health topics. These are simply short topics that take about 30 minutes to read maybe even less time, depending on how fast you read. I probably shouldn't tell you this, but you can actually listen to podcasts on all of these short articles on my website, kellygreg.com. You are certainly welcome to donate as much money as you want to me. I just really wouldn't know how you could do that. Although I am pretty well-read and have been hanging around the life science area for quite a while, I am willing to admit I never heard of autophagy until a few years ago. It wasn't even in my spell checker. Since then, I have been able to incorporate this amazing process into my knowledge of health and nutrition and find it difficult to even discuss these subjects without referring to this process. So do not worry if you've never heard of it. By the end of this book, and perhaps by the end of this podcast, you will have a good understanding of what it is and why you want to encourage it. I am going to request that you remember what I talked about the first couple chapters about metabolism and fasting, especially the metabolic changes that occur in the first few days. First, we have to agree on how to pronounce this word. Auto is like a car. Phagy is pronounced phagy. You can probably even figure out by the definition, as it sounds like self-phagy, which is self-eating. So autophagy on the cellular level would be the cell eating itself. On first blush, you may say that this does not sound like such a good idea, but we are going to think about it a little more. We have about 40 trillion cells in the human body. We are not counting the bacteria in the gut, which may double that amount. Almost all of these cells have a nucleus within which contains DNA. This DNA codes for the production of a million proteins required for the cell to function. This is really an estimate. These proteins make up the little organelles in a cell, like the mitochondria, Golgi bodies, all the little enzymes in RNA, and everything else that keeps the cells going. The cell is constantly making new proteins and occasionally secreting them as hormones. Cells can live quite a while, some a few days, whereas neurons may live 75 years. During this time, the cells are constantly making new proteins and getting rid of old proteins and organelles. As you can imagine, parts of the cells sometimes wear out. By that I mean the protein may become misfolded due to some chemical, it may have been made slightly incorrectly, 
or some cosmic ray has damaged the DNA. Remember, there may be hundreds of amino acids composing a protein. If the wrong amino acid is accidentally put in the protein, it may still work, just not as well. The body is surprisingly good at reading the DNA code, but not perfect every time. As time goes on, you can see how some of these proteins start to clutter up the cell. Even some of the organelles, such as the mitochondria, slowly, or sometimes rapidly, start to deteriorate. You can think of it as cell aging. If you think a little more, if the cell is aging, that means I am aging. If enough cells age, then the whole body is aging, and voila, that's how we get old. Now you can see where the self-eating comes in. We want to get rid of the worn-out parts in the cell, and in doing so, stave off premature aging and all that it entails. We need to recognize what a wondrous creation your body is. It is constantly making and replacing proteins, building new parts in the cell, and making these cells so that they function in an organ, coordinating these organs so they all communicate and work together. Think about it. You put something in your mouth you found on a tree, and later it appears as part of your toenail. Now, that takes a lot of work. We can all agree that it is a good idea to replace damaged or malfunctioning cell parts. Probably the more the better. We recognize this is a fundamental component of body homeostasis, which is what needs to be done to keep the body alive. Thankfully, we do not have to think about getting autophagy going. Your body does this for you without bothering you at all. It's like digestion. You eat a great variety of food at a meal. Your body separates the various components of the food and selectively absorbs them to be delivered to the appropriate destination. Most of the time, the absorbed contents of the gut are sent through the liver, where amazing transformations of a biochemical nature take place. You don't have to think about it, but you can make it work more optimally, and you can screw it up. Same with autophagy. We can optimize it, or we can screw it up. Guess which one we want to do. I am briefly going to discuss a little about the intercellular process of autophagy. This information is not necessary to understanding most of the book on diet and health. But although the book is written for the common man or woman, there are a few nerds who may read this book. Nothing wrong with that, I have been called a nerd, but you feel free to go into the next chapter if you want. The definition of autophagy is lysosome-dependent homeostatic processes in which organelles and proteins are degraded and recycled into energy. Let's go over the parts of that definition. The lysosome is an organelle within the cell that contains digestive enzymes. Essentially, it breaks down protein and other molecules into their component amino acids. These components can then be converted into energy, or the amino acids can be used to create new proteins or molecules. Your body requires energy to function. Each cell requires energy. 
the body does not like to waste energy. I mean this in a metabolic manner, not in the manner of playing video games all day. It does not throw away these broken proteins, but can use them as energy. It is more efficient to use amino acids that are already there instead of waiting for you to eat an amino acid, absorb it, transfer it to a cell, absorb it into a cell, and then make some protein. There are a few mechanisms the cell uses and a complicated process to identify which protein has gone wrong, but we just need to understand the process. The cells also identify abnormal DNA. Most of us know that cancer is somehow related to a cell gone drastically wrong. We know it has something to do with the DNA being corrupted. In other words, a mutation. The cells in the body have several mechanisms to recognize abnormal DNA being created during replication and repairing or replacing them. If a cosmic ray happens to hit the DNA while it is being replaced, the body will take care of it. Autophagy is an additional way to take care of the bad DNA floating around. Again, this sounds like something we want to encourage. Now that you may be slightly interested in autophagy, I must confess I am trying to sell you something. I am planning to convince you that autophagy is a beneficial mechanism in your body and that you should be encouraging it, not messing it up. To do this, you may have to make a few changes in your life. I am going to try to get you to do this for the rest of your life. This is going to be a challenge, but I think I am going to succeed if you are a common man with common sense. Let me add something here that I have found to be slightly confusing. The purpose of autophagy is to get the cell to survive and work more efficiently. Don't forget, it is stimulated by metabolic stress. Yes, it does help clear out some abnormal DNA, but that does not necessarily mean it will cure you of cancer. Maybe it will prevent cancer, but if you have a cancer cell, autophagy is going to try to get that cell to survive and function better just like it would any other cell. Autophagy is sometimes confused with apoptosis, also called programmed cell death. They are similar in that both recycle cellular elements in the cell to be used elsewhere. Your body does not want to waste energy, and it is reusing these elements. Autophagy is stimulated by metabolic stress, whereas apoptosis is regulated by your genes. Autophagy is a continuing process whose rate varies with the metabolic conditions. Once apoptosis starts, it continues to the end and eventual cell death. In the realm of cancer cells, we may want to stimulate apoptosis. Stimulating autophagy may help cancer cells. Both of these processes are part of the homeostatic mechanisms of your body. This is a short podcast, but I must interrupt it to give you another podcast, and then I'll return back to autophagy. Next, we're going to talk about ages.